You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to these live devotionals. My name is Pastor Daniel Williams. I'm so glad that you're here today because I want to give you some advice on how to grow your faith. And it may surprise you. I want to talk to you today about how you can grow your faith through community. Yes, right. Other people, community, being in fellowship can actually help you grow your faith. So listen, if you like these type of videos, content for me to point you to Jesus, would you hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, and you'll continue to get these videos every single Wednesday. I'm going to try to make it a goal Wednesdays to give you God's word. And today what I want to do is look at a scripture from Acts, thinking about growing in community, growing our faith, and the spiritual discipline of being in community and how that actually affects us, how it helps us. And so the passage of scripture I want to look at today is in Acts chapter 18, verses 24 through 28, as we see a few key characters in this passage, Apollos, Priscilla, and Aquila. Priscilla and Aquila were husband and wife, power team partnership, uh, and then Apollos. And so let's go ahead and read this section. It's a short section, but we're going to read from it and draw things from it to learn about this important principle of how we grow our faith through community. Acts chapter 18, verses 24 through 28. It says, Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord. And being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accordingly or accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, when, but when Priscilla and Aquila, this power team, this man and wife, um, husband and wife, uh, they heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wished uh, to cross to Acadia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who were who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures now that the Christ was Jesus. All right, let's take this section. Let's break it down. Uh, it's important to just understand and get the context and think through this important of how we grow in our faith and the story of these key characters. Now, the first character we see is Apollos. Apollos, he's a bright man. He was uh, speaking with boldly about his faith and Jesus. The text says that he was a native from this place called Alexandria. Now this is a city and it's an important city in Rome. It was in the empire, uh, the Roman empire, and it was the second most important city or largest city in, um, in, uh, in the Roman empire, not Rome, but Alexandria. It was the center for education and for philosophy. Uh, and you could sort of see this in the way that is being described about Apollos, his culture. You see the city of Alexandria was actually, uh, founded by Alexander the great historians. You may know this and understand this. Um, it started, um, with great resources as Alexander the great was conquering things. He would gather great resources and the great resource of this city was books, was literature, which as a education. In fact, I was reading one commentary and they said that this university library boasted more books at that time than people in the city. There was about 600,000 people in this city and about 700,000 books in that library of the university there alone. And another thing interesting about this culture is at least a quarter of the population of that city was Jewish. So there's about 150,000 Jews. They're rare educated. And the text says that 
uh, um, Apollos was a native of Alexandria. So his culture growing up was a highly educated, influential city, and it showed. Because the text goes on to say he was an eloquent man. He was educated. He spoke very well. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, it says, uh, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus. He had a powerful, effective, fruitful ministry, but there was a slight problem. He knew, the text says, only the baptism of John, meaning Apollos had gifts. He had talents. He had an education. He knew some things wasn't wrong. He knew the Old Testament scriptures well, and he was able to teach with eloquence and power, but his message was incomplete. He needed to grow in his faith. He had a blind spot, you can say. He knew nothing about Calvary, the resurrection of Christ, the coming of the Holy Spirit, Pentecost. He was just teaching about Jesus and John the Baptist and the ministry of John the Baptist and Jesus' ministry on earth. And those elements were not a part of his teaching. He was teaching a lot of prophecy, scripture about Jesus, the Messiah, but he didn't connect the dots and he didn't finish the story. Uh, the story is a lot different if you know Jesus died and rose again, isn't it? So like in Romans chapter 10. Verses one through four, it says that you can have zeal, but you can lack spiritual knowledge. One commentator I was reading about this section said Apollos's message was not inaccurate or insincere. It was just incomplete. Don't you sometimes feel like that way in your faith? You have certain things you know about, but there's a next level. There's other things to add to your faith. Um, and you know what? This is sort of where Apollos was at, but he grew from this passage how did he do that? Well, it's introducing us to our next characters of this passage. Uh, as he was teaching in the synagogue, Priscilla and Aquila, these believers in Jesus who had heard the teachings of Christ, had teamed up with the apostle Paul. They took him aside. Now, they didn't scream at him or publicly rebuke him, embarrass him, but they privately, humbly came alongside of him to help. And the text says they explained to him the way of God more accurately. They lovingly showed him his blind spot. They taught him about Jesus and the Messiah and connected the dots and gave them revelation and informed him more scripture to add to what he already knew. Priscilla and Aquila could say discipled him. They were a powerhouse couple and that we see them all throughout Acts teaching not only him, but Apostle Paul and others. And because of this relationship, this new relationship Apollos entered into with Asilla and Aquila, he got wisdom, discernment, teaching, doctrine, and he grew in his faith. Now, one of the reasons I believe they were so effective and used by God is because of their humility, their love, their grace. Those that are farther along than some, we need to come alongside with humility, love, and grace, pulling people aside, not to condemn them, but to help them privately, humbly, lovingly speaking the truth. Rather than getting the attention on themselves, they started preaching, um, to Apollos and giving him the right message. And they lovingly served this man, taught him in the way that he can listen privately. And he got better because of that. The gospel spread because of that. He grew in his faith. It was a gentle correction, a help. And Apollos became better, grew in his faith. The text says when he, Apollos, wished to cross to Acadia, another city, the brothers encouraged him and wrote the disciples to welcome him. The brothers recognized the growth of Apollos because he was now in community and they were able to see this rebuke. They commended or uh, approved of this, commissioned him to go and preach and sent letters so that he would do, do so. And what 
happened was the text says when he arrived, he greatly helped those who were through grace had believed and for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures now that Christ was Jesus. Apollo is now showing people that Christ is Jesus. He's connecting the Old Testament and the New Testament. He's grown in his faith. He's grown in his gifting, his teaching. And this happened through community. It happened through community. And I want to propose to you that your faith, your ministry, your gifts will grow as you live in community. As people come alongside of us with our blind spots, we're able to grow as Christians. As people come alongside in humility and love and speaking truth and scripture and just discipling us, it's a spiritual discipline. It's a part of our life. And this is how we can grow spiritually. Apollos was better because of loving community. You will be better if you get connected to a church, get discipled, be in community. You will be better as you're plugged into other people and you're able to pour into them and they're able to pour into you. So maybe this is why Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 say, let us consider now how to stir up one another in love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as it is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. May you grow in your faith and may God use his people, community to bless you and to serve you. It is one of those secrets, one of those ways, one of those things that God reveals to us and how we're to grow our faith. And I pray that you would take that next step in your faith by allowing people to be a part of your life and to speak truth in it and that you can do the same for others. God bless you guys. I'm praying for your faith that it would grow and I'll see you on the next video.